the Psychic Project. It's August 5th, 2019. It's 10.41 a.m. This podcast is on psychic football. What this flavor of football would be like, how how the concept seems to be evolving. Um, so it's only been 24 hours since we really put something in the ground, at least from, from my standpoint. It looks like others, uh, specifically uh, Belinda and Anthony Tucker, have been also working the concept in separate. We've been communicating over the side some of the missing components that I had. So let's go through the basic concept, how I envision it. Um, you know, I've played football in the past and previous experiences, you know, I played both tackle and I played flag and, um, you know, and so the way I see it and the way we see it, by the way, would be a six on six game reminiscent, um, not reminiscent, but like like the six-on-six six contact flag game, the speed, the skill player, but with full tackle, with full tackle. I don't want to. I don't want to take away from the physicality of the game. It's just we'll have less of that entrenched warfare, which is where a lot of injuries happen. Um, less less of that. The in the trenches warfare will be going on. It will be a more skills based. Uh, competition, and that way the players would be a little lighter, less collision uh, possibility, less collision uh, injuries because, of course, the players are not as heavy. You know, not they're not so um, the weight disparity isn't so large. Um, so we have we we propose a six on six game of skilled players. Um, Smaller field for a faster game, higher scoring game. Um, and you say, well, give me, give me your idea of, of a field. 25, 30 yards. I, I looked at the, uh, the definition. Uh, I, I would say 30 yards. 30 yards would be a good field to keep the scoring high. Um, and, 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 you know, I'm going off the, 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 in the, the flag model, the contact sport model that's in, in play now, not, 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 not the American football that's in NFL and college, but the, the flag football, the faster, the faster, uh, game that's in, that's in play that at one time was having a championship in Las Vegas. Now you say to yourself, well, what exactly is that? Did, did that ever go big? Well, we could never get past our desire for the physicality of the game, right? We could never get past that. You can never, it it was never going to achieve optimum success unless it had that physical nature. And so we're not looking to take that physical nature out. It's going to definitely be tackled. Okay. You're still going to have to line up against your man and you're still going to have to put your man on the ground. So, with that, you're really out there on the island. If it's six on six and you're spread, but you're really out there on the island on your man. So we see the true nature of uh, how to either scheme up 
or how how the player, the best, the best athlete on the field will will, will rise in this game because it, it will be a more athletic game. Uh, I, I, I foresee less padding, uh, probably a, maybe a smaller helmet piece because it becomes more rugby like. So the the version that you see will be more rugby like, and so you can see the player in a more rugbyish version of himself. Which is probably, which is where American football came from in the first place. So that that that's that's the on-field play. Here we have really the convergence of three different aspects of out here. That, that we have the convergence of three different three different realms. We have we have football itself and a, and a slightly nuanced version of it that we're going to try to work with a smaller. Um, less uh, violent version of itself, and then we have fantasy football, which we want to bring that randomness into the game of football to to one help alleviate some of the uh, possibilities of psychic manipulation in the game, but two to um, to create player value and. St- Instead of um, team value, trying to move some of the equity of the game back to the player so that the player has a buy-in. Right now, sometimes the player does not buy into the situation, so he doesn't see his value being equated in the game, and that way he doesn't play 100%. So if you put the value back into the hands of the player, he always knows he's working for himself. He's going to work. Oh, I can't. I cannot trash the game because I'm working for myself. It's it's akin to having uh, stock options in your in, in a company. Well, you're you're, you're not going to deliberately undermine your stock options. You know, you know that's the general consensus. We have some we have some some issues with subversive lifestyle out there, but the general consensus is. That a person is going to go to work for themselves. Granted, that they find themselves being compensated um, in in the in the greatest amount. They don't they don't find themselves being limited, right? So there's some collective bargaining things that could come about out there. I'm not sure how that would play out if collective bargaining would allow for the talent to maximize. His or her, um, and by the way, I, I'm looking for a mixed sport, mixed sex sport. That, that's something I think I, 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 I gravitated toward. There are others that are looking for a little something different. I think that's something we'll have to um, see. We'll have to gauge through uh, by uh, applying it and, and seeing how uh, see how it plays out. Right, get in a fo- get get a focus group underneath and see how see how it runs. Um, so let me take a step back. So we had to, I've gave, given you the on-field play and what the, what the field will look like. Um, and then we have some fantasy elements where the, the audience participates. And this, this, this brings the audience participation into it. They, uh, are able to draft the player, bet with the player, you know, and I'm, and, and, and I'm, I'm thinking of a team up immediately through um, 
and DraftKings and FanDuel, right? I'm thinking that's an immediate team up, right? That's an immediate business partnership. I said team up. That's a business partnership because uh, it would be a fundamental part of this experience. So, um, so my vision is that you'll be able to draft your player, and the players will be drafted into teams that will be formulated the day of or sometime during that week for the for the for the comp, for the weekly competition. So that means there's a, there's a randomness to how the teams are organized. And so you say, well, what's the value of owning a team? That's that's where you see the 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 the, the team owner, all that ownership goes to the player. It becomes less about the team and more about the player, the worker. So the true person that's putting the value in the game is the person who gets rewarded. All right. So so that's 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 the that's the major industry disruption there. You know, of course, there'll have to be some accounting for how. Uh, you know, network value, how we're going to pay out the contracts, um, the league. And so the team, the league will probably more more or less be the owner of the teams themselves, the, the teams themselves as a whole. So, all right, uh, I'm going to have to step back. Here comes, I'll, I'll, I'll step back into it. So um, I'm back. Hey. So, so that so that the value, I think when we stopped with the the value was, the value moves to the player. And you say, well, what what incentive is there for the owners to to want to go through this process? Well, additional rev- global revenue stream. And you say, well, what where, what's their what's their what's what's their how does that revenue stream feed into? Well, it's almost as if we're reversing collective bar- bargaining. While the player becomes an owner, now we collective bargain the while while the players now will be more ownership role and we will collective bargain the the current NFLs, the current NFL owners. And you said, well, okay, so you're reversing the whole scenario. Yeah, that's 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 the way to that is a way to to envision it. Or you could just say, okay, they're just gonna revenue share on the owner side. Uh, out of a pool, out of a percentage that, that the the player has negotiated with, which is actually collective bargaining, right? So uh, a negotiated uh, uh, value from the network, which would be Facebook, and you say to yourself, well, how does that play out? Well, you become a, the psychic football will become a branded site, right? Either or either either that or come under the psychic project. Or would have its own branded site. Hi, this is like a project. So the fantasy football aspects bring the randomness to um, to the psychic football game. It brings engagement from the audience through engagement through being able to draft and support individual players. It brings a role reversal and value to the player versus value to the owner. And, and, and ensures that the player won't um, undermine the game itself, you know, 
there and it, it gives him it gives him that that uh, full participation and I, and it, and I always uh, well he never takes a game off you know there are some players that need to be motivated his motivation becomes his his own he, because he, in in a sense he becomes a mini brand in the game so his value is will be equated to his on-field play and how the audience views him. Um, so that's the fantasy football aspects. And then finally, we have psychic technology and uh, the convergence there of side surveillance. Um, currently, the feedback from the side surveillance teams in the side, by the way, um, is that they can support uh, four to five players, perhaps six. Um, uh, 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 simultaneously in the game. Uh, my first thought is what we'll put was we'll select three, three on the defensive side and three on the offensive side. But then I, I came back. I said, well, why not just through the entire offensive side of the ball? Uh, you see the defense from the offensive side. Um, so some of those aspects need to, you know, so that you always have a player, so that you always have the ability to see the player that you drafted, right? You always so it, if your players on offense, you always can look through your players' your players' eyes and see the game, right? So if you like, if you're in, if we have the fantasy football aspect, your player goes on offense, you see through your players' eyes that you drafted, you know his experience, so that that's how that's that new engagement, that new experience. Um, that's 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 the new part of psychic football, the expansion of the experience. So uh, at this immediate time, I just see the dynamics of size surveillance being played in. Do I see any telekinesis at this time? Maybe? That's not what we are looking for. And not what I'm looking for, and that's not what's being put forth in the side. The only um, vetting process that went was the uh, fantasy football aspects of the game, including those. The, the final piece is, what would it look like in, in, in a stadium environment? What would it look like in a stadium environment? I see three different realms evolving in a stadium environment. I see the, uh, the, the actual on-field play. I see uh, a fantasy football pit where the audience can go into the pit, look at the players drafted, uh, actually probably... Uh, uh, do some aspects of the game. It'll be a total statistical uh, uh, play of uh, screens, right? Screenplay. You know, you have all these stats running on all the players, and you know, for it's for the. It would be more for those of us that are are numbers based kind of guys, kind of techie guys that are that are that that are there. That's you know, kind of, kind of me. I might be over there, and then I might I might gravitate from there to the field just to see what's going on. And then you have that final. That final portion of the of the uh, stadium or arena, where you would have the psychic uh, elements at work, and they would display the in-game experience as it's being filmed and put into social media. Um, uh, you know, it would be broadcasting right in front of you, shadow boxing right in front of you. Uh, 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 so, you know, you have that part of the arena stadium experience. So you have these three different realms. You have this dynamic. Uh, content being generated and now you can see it live and that gives you 
a reason to show up every 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 um, every week, right? Um, you know, I mean, there are other things. Do, do we unlock uh, the seasonal experience with a less physical game? You know, we don't have to stay to a three-month, four-month uh, season. You know, we have we can unlock that. You know, we can we can basically run year-round. Um, uh, there come there comes to that point. Are would you? Where where's the maximum value? You know, you don't want to oversaturate your content. So, um, you know, there, there are lots of there are lots of ways to uh, ensure that. Uh, we don't overplay our hand, but I, I think uh, here we have: do we do we fall underneath the NFL, or do or do we independently go? And and you know, I think I think that that is a partnership that the NFL has to engage. They have to they have to engage. Clearly, we can do it ourselves. And, and and by the way, we could probably we could either bring professional Olympic athletes, CrossFit athletes, um, and college athletes into the game, or we could bring in uh, expiring contracts on the NFL. And that's the amount of money that probably will play out in in the initial phases. Um, if if the psychic project is any indication, the audience is there. And then you say, well, tell me more about this global game. Well, you know, here you have the United States, right? We're, we're an English-speaking audience. We understand the dynamics from the English-speaking audience. If I wanted to take it to Europe, it could happen. It'd be in a more soccer, soccer-esque way. You know, it'd be more, or I'd probably take it to, to South America, of course. And you know the dynamics of Spanish, uh, the Spanish-speaking audience, uh, and how they deliver it. And you have to remember, you don't need multiple stadium environments. You just need one stadium, and to rotate the game schedule throughout the day, you run six or seven games in a day, and 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 and, and that way, in one in one arena, that way it's easier to deploy. Um, so you only need that one arena footprint. You say, well, what about these hundred thousand people audiences uh, that the arenas are generating every week? Well, when you start to look at the cost of supporting that audience in that particular facility and the cost of supporting the facility, how much value does it bring? And because really, that's that's concentrated value that was only going to the owner. Now, that the equity stake in the in the in the stadium was all the owner, right? It wasn't it's, it wasn't a spread across the league, so um, that value never equated for the player. It only equated for the, for the owner. So, to me, that that's lost value in the game. Okay. So, the ownership of proposed new stadium. Either that, or just re- or, or 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 using existing stadiums, which would probably be more uh, more. There's so many there's so many existing stadiums that are languishing. Those would probably be the facilities we would look 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 to utilize. Um, 
to uh, renovate, utilize, and so we'll move from there. All right, uh, Society Project, I think I've given you uh, a good understanding of what psychic football will look like. Coming back. You know, as I as I went through the solution in my head, I thought to myself, would the would would the would the players be required to go both ways? So an off, offensive player has to play defense and, and vice versa. My immediate thought is that brings the aspect of exhaustion into the game, I think I think that's an element that should be accounted for. Just as you have the longevity of uh, a marathon and how strategy plays would play into effect into account. Uh, I think I think I think I think that should be broached. And from a size surveillance standpoint and making sure that you that the person you draft you're able to 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 actually view the in-game experience. That's my main. Because uh, if you have a 12-man roster team, how do you how do you make sure you account for every player on the side of it? So that's just another one of those things we'll have to craft out. But um, it is definitely something that 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 we'll look we'll look into. The psychic project. I want to come back for one thing, and you and you say to yourself, "What does the non-psychic professional football player? What does he expect to uh, get out of out of out of this particular endeavor? How does he uh, expect to to continue his career?" Well. Here's, 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 here, here it is. The game of football is still the game of football. You be, we, the game of football still needs coaches. The game of football still needs trainers. The game of football still needs management. The game of football still needs head office. Now you, now you start to see your place in the business. Whether you're psychic or non-psychic, you start to see your place in the business. Your place in the business is just evolving. You still have a place in the business. Okay? You still have a place in the business. You still have the ability to not only earn a living, but to earn a living in a growth industry that will definitely allow you to have a higher standard of living. Okay? Um, and it's going to leave it there, right? Because you, you start to see yourself in that coaching position. You start to see yourself in, in, in the executive suite. You start to see yourself on the network side, and that would be the Facebook side in this case, or, or you know, it's the entire ecosystem. I don't want to limit it to just Facebook. We may deploy in YouTube also, or you know, 
Okay, let's just let's just let's just stay there. I don't want I don't want to go too far, but I want to say the non-psychic athletic talent has a place in the business because in the end, it's still the business of football. It's still the business of uh, professional sports. All right, the psychic project.